Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mario. I'll, yeah, I'll hit you up at the after party. Okay, man. Yeah, I'll see you there. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Sorry, it's just... I know we got to focus on the show. I know it's our big day, but mm-hmm. we're on the red carpet and like... Yeah. It's hard for if Mario Lopez comes up and wants to hang out at the after party, babe. It's like I've made it. I know, but let's not celebrate our hundredth episode before we've actually recorded it. Right. This is the red carpet before the event. We're about to yeah. go to the first screening of our hundredth episode. For all I know, it could be a disaster. Mario may not want to talk to me after the party. So I need Oof. to check the check that cash that check as mm-hmm. a, shit. If this is the energy I bring to Ep one hundred, Mario's definitely not gonna want to talk to me. I just want to tell him what a good job he did playing Greg Louganis in that one Lifetime movie. Oh, jeez. In that one commercial I saw for it where he asked if there was a yeah, blood nipple. Yeah, yeah. You love that anecdote. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to seeing today on the uh, in the in the the big red way? Well, Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Do you know what he calls the show? What? Wonderful! It's the same thing. He calls it the same thing, but he says it like Wallace Shawn. It's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, also. Yeah. Surprise guest. Uh-oh. Nancy Pelosi. Hey, Nancy. Who knew? She's a real busy lady. It was yeah. so nice of her to turn out. Yeah, I didn't didn't know. Didn't know. Never knew. Mm-hmm. Sorry for all the shit that we talk about Nancy Pelosi on this show. On this political show. On this political podcast. This is wonderful. We talk about things that we are super into. This is our 100th episode. Everybody said we wouldn't make it. That's true. Ch- chomp my shorts, bud. First 27 iTunes review. They're never going to make They're it. They're never going to make it to 100. Mm-hmm. If you add the Rose Buddies years, we're, we're well into yes. the, what, thousands? Who even knows? But anyway, it's our 100th <laughs> episode. is so special. When it's we got, very special. We were trying to figure out how much elbow grease to put into it. And I thought we had agreed on very little and just let's have a day for ourselves. But I just looked at your shit and you have a pie chart. I and that makes me feel chart. like a fucking clown. So first of all, we should thank for the hundredth time, probably Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song. When no. it oh, whoever the mysterious stranger that created Wonderful FYI. Yes, you. Have it done. was a tremendous resource mm-hmm. in planning for today's episode. Some of that shit I was looking back uh, through because I went back mm-hmm. through like all of my suggestions throughout time, and like some of that shit I did not remember dedicating <laughs> twelve minutes of my life to. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was surprised to find out that I had. Uh, so we have a few, I guess, skits. <laughs> <laughs> A few sketches. We have not really discussed what each of us. I mean, we have a general sense of what the other is talking about. Kind of, yeah. But I I don't know that I could participate in a skit. It's sort of a, you know, best of episode, flashback episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're approaching it from a different. Should we do small wonders? Let's do small wonders. Just touch base. Anything modern, anything now, anything happening now that you're into. I got something. Okay. Turning a bread recipe into a muffin recipe. Just more bread. (laughs) <laughs> it's more bread, folks. I took a pumpkin bread recipe. I said, I'll just pour these in little muffin tins. Now they're pumpkin muffins. And they are the perfect little snackable serving size. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love a good muffin. It's what like about a, you? It's like an unstuffed hand pie, if you think about it. Oh. Uh, salmon. Into salmon lately. Love this Ooh, stuff. Super into salmon. Really into salmon. I got the bug at Disney World. I don't know why. I've been playing a cool video game called Outer Wilds, and it's like Groundhog Day. It, it's set in this. Uh, it's set in like this solar system that you can fly around this spaceship and solve all these mysteries, but you only have 22 minutes before the sun explodes, and so you have to like figure out what's going on. But you're on a time limit, and then when you die, you start over. It's a really cool game. Okay. I'm really into that. And salmon? Did I say salmon? 
You did say this salmon. is the pink fish that delights everyone. It's a pink one. No bones in this fish makes it easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> it comes pre-cooked from the sea. What is so what are we doing here? Well, let me let me take you back. I thought it would be good to just just go to our roots, look at episode 1. Okay. Just very quickly explain to everybody where we started. Okay. Episode 1 came out September 6, 2017. Oh, wow. So we've almost it's to almost 2 years, like exactly. Over 2 years. Yeah, yeah, but I mean mm-hmm. almost to the date. And we talked about a lot more topics back then. Yeah, I think we sort of, yeah. This was before Small Wonders, and I think we wanted to cover a lot of things. So first episode, grand prize game. Yeah. Movies about baseball. Timeless. The expression, no worries. Oh, yeah. Yours were VR. Yeah. Carly Rae. Well, specifically... The first six notes of Carly Rae Jepsen's cut to the feeling that goes into the chorus, <laughs> yes, the six yes. notes that she sings, yes. which I'll go ahead and reveal what I've been doing. I whipped up some superlatives and I have best. O- and I whipped these up like this morning. Best overall, I have still the six notes CRJ sings going into the chorus of cut to the feeling. Uh-huh. You did a Facebook poll in the Internet group agrees. asking what the best thing we've ever done is. And it was that. And I was so blown away. Can I tell you, I brought that same poll to Twitter. Okay. And last I checked. What was number one? Poetry Corner. Well, that's a that's a, a con, that's a that's a feature. <laughs> I know I had more poetry corner to draw from than than six notes, I guess. Well, there's <laughs> there's more poetry in those six notes than uh, all the words of the great bard. Mm-hmm. But Carly Rae was second. Yeah. Okay. I think it's worth talking about um, other things that happened at the very beginning okay. of our run. So, as I mentioned, first episode nine six twenty seventeen. Yeah. 9-28-2017, Lizzo was first mentioned. We were, I feel like we were pretty ahead of the game. I'm, on I'm giving one. that, as far as superlatives, I'm giving that biggest call. Biggest call. <laughs> Most improved sounds like we're talking about Lizzo has no. improved. It's no. That's just a sort of way of saying, like, we said Lizzo and our love for Lizzo has only grown over time, and as has the earth. Yes, yes, and the global recognition of the talent that is Lizzo. Every fucking commercial that comes on now mm-hmm. has got s- something in it. Yeah, the the something the, in it, something in it from Lizzo <laughs> that she has created is awesome. I'm so glad that she has she has popped off the way she has. And in in all of our polls, Lizzo got number three. So we did polls, uh, and when I say we, I mean me. Yeah, <laughs> did polls asking uh, listeners what their favorite wonderful thing was mm. in the last uh, 99 episodes. Um, and Lizzo got number three okay. and then first and second were kind of back and forth between Carly Rae's six notes and poetry corner. Okay. Uh, can I do a couple superlatives? Sure. I pulled from, I pulled from mine. I thought you, you were going to be focusing on yours. So maybe I've, I've fucked this up pretty bad, but I have some superlatives that I worked on while okay. going through and I wanted to start with most confusing and I'm going <laughs> to give that to, um, and this is how I framed it, I guess, gentle ball hitting games. I don't remember what that means. Whoa. Was it ping pong? Is it ping pong? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I guess you, I suppose you can hit I the ball gently. I ping pong, but I wonder why you didn't just say ping pong. <laughs> Am I describing pool there? I don't know. I saw this one and I was like, this has to be something. It's most confusing. Most confusing. Well, that actually brings me to another thing. So wonderful FYI is categorized by like kind of large... Uh, groups that they put our topics oh, into. interesting. Okay. 
So food and drink is one. Music podcast is one. TV video movies is one. There is a giant category just called other, which I think is just uncategorizable. Yeah. Things in that probably. Oh, my uh, God. Like parasols. Outdoor hoses, buckies. Well, those are objects. Like I was thinking they would sort of talk more about the concepts that we talk about sometimes. Oh. Like uh, the I'm feeling sure that's of, in there too. The feeling of relief you get when you uh, open a new container of something. How do you, there's, is there a word <laughs> in German that describes that sensation? So we, according to the website, we had a total of 625 wonderful things. Hell yeah. We are keeping it going, Earth, I mean. Um. Of those, 207 fall in the other category. <laughs> okay. I like <laughs> that. Yeah. Next highest category, food and drink. Mm, uh, that's like the, that's the second most yes. talked about. That makes sense. Yes. That's like White Claw hot dogs. Hot dogs, by the way, came up three times in our, in our run. <laughs> we talked about hot dogs thrice? <laughs> yes. Okay. You talked about making hot dogs at home. Okay. You talked about hot dogs at a baseball game. Okay. And then we talked about the hot dog destroyer video. <laughs> That video is still great. So good. If you didn't hear that episode, it was a big plastic syringe that you cut the the needle off of and you put it like a, a, a grate a grate of paper clips in there and then you put the, plen- the hot dog in you push the plunger it pushes the hot dog through the grate to split it into <laughs> why I would guess, you want to do this nobody knows maybe you're making several very small long still hot dogs uh-huh. I don't know maybe you got to make that hot dog go around I'm not here to judge. Let's let's have another superlative. Got a pair of superlatives here. Okay. Uh, I have least authentic, and this was one of mine. Okay. Uh, outdoor equipping and camping tech. Because if I'm being honest, folks, <laughs> did a segment on that. Maybe this segment should be instead most aspirational. Because since I did that segment, guys. Do you remember what you were getting? Well, we went to REI. I we went to that. REI. We got something. But then it, I just sort of more talked about my fascination with gear. And I like mm-hmm. gear. Holy yeah, shit, uh-huh. I like gear. But like the gear I'm buying these days, friends, it stays in the home. <laughs> I am not out there buying pickaxes. I am not out there <laughs> buying a new tent. Over the weekend, we went on a gentle walk with some friends. And it was it was very hot, granted. Yeah. By the end of it. We just okay. We, no, I'm not gonna. We have like a 30 pound child yeah. also that rode on my yeah. no, shoulders while I, while I held a, uh, a a wet cloth to his skinned knee. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that. Anyway, I have most authentic, and that is a nice light jacket. Still fucking great. Yes. Still good. Wearing one right now. Still always have you good. Ever Marie Kondo style laid out all your light jackets. You know what's a a, a sad fact is I will have artifacts of clothing like a light jacket or a hat that is like a, I guess you could call it an accessory. Uh-huh. And of all of the things, actually of all the things in general that I own, those are the ones that I am the worst about like not losing. I lose jackets and hats fucking constantly. I lose Houston, that. Houston Astros hat that I loved and fit so great and I liked the look of, which is rare for me in a baseball cap. Lost that shit at Disney somewhere. Yeah. Do not know. Hit me up, Goofy. George Geef, hit me up, bud. Uh, let me know if you find it. Jackets? I left two jackets on the cruise. I left two jackets on the cruise ship. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You tend to wear jackets when you don't actually need to have a jacket, and I think that's why you lose them. Uh, yeah. You bring them to an environment that doesn't require better to a have them and not have Better to have them and not need them than need them and have... <laughs> do you have another thing? <laughs> I do. Um, so I wanted to talk about uh, another popular category for us, which is music slash podcast. I have some superlatives there. Okay. We have brought 82 music topics. 
EDT Music Topics. What's up, guys? It's me, DJ Boom Blast. Tonight, I'm going to be spinning all the greatest hits. I'm going to play for you 31 music. So get ready, strap in. Hey, guys, welcome. This is WWFB, uh, the greatest oldies in the, this side <laughs> of the Mississippi. We're going to be playing nonstop commercial 15 music for you. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. It's got jam on it. Tell me what your music superlatives are, please. Got a couple music superlatives. I have just like best music that I that I brought, Judy Sill. It's the one that like since I did that segment, mm-hmm. I like had listened to some of her other stuff that I hadn't really listened to before. And it's still the one that it's still the one I to. Mm-hmm. That's the other one is is that Faith Hill? I probably don't want to bring Faith Hill. I think, it is. I, think uh, it is. I also have uh, most, this is most tragic category that I brought. And it was Chill Hop. And don't get me wrong, love Chill Hop. Still put it on when I'm working. I still put it on when I need to chill out. Mm-hmm. But it has sadly defiled another one of my topics, which is the Spotify weekly playlist recommendation. Oh, yeah. I swear to God, I could spend tomorrow listening to exclusively fucking like acapella Japanese black metal. You still get chill And I'd, my fucking playlist would be mm-hmm. like, and here's 30 more chill hop songs. <laughs> and it's like, dog, I promise I am so chill. I have the biggest playlist ever of this good stuff. Like I would like some other stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Hmm. Can I talk a little bit about Poetry Corner? Yeah, of course. You can talk a lot about Poetry Corner. So here's what's kind of amazing to me. As I mentioned, 625 wonderful things. Now, that includes small wonders, by the way. Okay. I have only featured 16 poets Huh. in that whole run. Have you done repeat poets? No. You've only done 16 Poetry Corners? Uh That's weird. We have done 32 poetry and literature topics. I see. Four of them have been by you. <laughs> really? Yeah, the others have been by me. Okay, because I put best book, Hatchet, because I thought it was the only book I'd brought. What other no. bo- You had some other books on there, some sci-fi thing. Some sci-fi thing. Oh, I guess it's Small Wonders. I wasn't looking at Small Wonders when I put this list oh, together. Oh, so I included ah, Small Wonders. Okay, it was probably Seven Eves, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. probably it. I actually, I, rem- I strike that book from the record. It fucked me up mentally. <laughs> it, that book gave me a lot of, like, horrific anxiety. And as much as I love Neil Stevenson, like, this is a hearty, do not read if you are an anxious person. Hatchet? That one will get you there. That one will take you to paradise. <laughs> A northern wild paradise. You haven't reread that in a while, though. Maybe there's some stuff in there you didn't catch that that first time. Uh, he makes it out alive, mm-hmm. and the world doesn't explode. So I'm going to say Hatchet, a less anxious experience, reading yeah. experience okay. than That's Seven Years. Uh, That's not a spoiler, by the way. It happens in like the first chapter. I wanted to give a shout out to the first poet that I think really started the Poetry Corner, which was Wallace Stevens. Wallace Stevens. That was episode five. Uh, Wallace Stevens is the poet that had a feud with Robert Frost. That's the episode Robert Frost Fistfight. Oh, that's a fun title. And he's also the poet that had the last lines for the listener who listens in the snow and nothing himself beholds, nothing that is not there and the nothing that is. Oh, eat shit, Robert Frost. That was, I mean, that's clearly a burn on Robbie Frost, right? That's from the poem The Snowman. Um, Oh, 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 my God. Get fucking (laughs) melted, Robert Frost. You got fucking put in the toilet, dude. There's a famous exchange between uh, Wallace Stevens and Robert Frost where Wallace Stevens says, the trouble with you, Robert, is that you write about subjects. And Frost says, the trouble with you, Wallace, is that you write about bric-a-brac. <laughs> Ooh, icy. 
Oh, Icy damn. from the Frost That's Man. That's why they call him Frost mm-hmm. Man. Damn. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about old beefs. <laughs> old art There beefs. is. I pulled that quote from a website that is all about literary feuds. Ooh. I need There's to know this website. There, sure. mm-hmm. Wait for that. Wonderful mm-hmm. episode 101. Look forward <laughs> to that segment. Hey, bad news. I am really burning through my surprise. <laughs> That's okay. We can do it. I've got them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's next? Uh, so I wanted to talk about something else, okay. which is wombats. This has been... This has become part of our brand. Part of our and lives. And you know what's crazy? We talked about it in the second, second episode. episode. <laughs> Haven't really circled back on wombats too much, but their poop is square, and that's great, and they kill things, predators with their butts, and that's pretty great too. Griffin and I get a lot of wombat material, um, both sent to us through our P.O. box and also sent to us through Twitter and Facebook, as if we invented the wombat. I will say this. The stuff we get is all for Henry, and it's also good. It's true. There is a whole Diary of a Wombat series of books yeah. that we have now received. Oh, they're beautiful. Few, they're beautiful, and they're very, they're very charming and cute, and also very short, which mm-hmm. is great when Henry wants another last book. I can be like, how about Christmas Wombat? <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody who has sent us. Also, in like stuffed wombats, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I just, of all the things. Of all the things. Could have sent us hot dogs. 625 things. Could have sent us Tamagotchis. Or Nintendo 64s. Please don't send us hot dogs. Don't send us hot dogs. We don't check the P.O. box that often. <laughs> um, you want to know, so I'll, I'll pepper in my top five. Oh, so yeah. So when Griffin and I were originally talking about doing this episode, yeah. I indicated that we both should pick a top five. Okay. And then maybe at the end of the episode, decide what the most wonderful thing is of our first hundred episodes. Oh, shit. Okay. I know. Overalls. 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 Also, uh, early on, not, not quite as early. Well, no, actually, same episode. Holy shit. Is that possible? I don't think I wrote it down. I don't think I wrote it down. Anyway, overalls early in the run. Overalls is one of the first things I thought of when we started talking about doing this show. And I was like, oh, surely I can't make a whole segment out of that. But I did. (laughs) And I still love them so much. Yeah, they're really good. It is hard for me to see a pair of overalls and not think that I should own it. Yeah. You and sometimes you have ripped them off of mannequins or stolen them out of other people's luggage. So part of my top five. Each item comes with an argument because I was prepared to go to battle. Okay. Timeless, functional. Okay. And available to all. Everyone, everyone can wear can wear overalls. But should everyone wear? Yeah, everyone should wear overalls. They're so functional. Yeah. Have you ever like? Well, you. When's the last time you wore an overall? I've when I was three and I was taking pictures for the church directory. So there, there's pockets on the side. Yeah. There's pockets up front. Yeah. Pockets in the back. Okay. There's nothing better than like putting a pen in that front pocket and just like having it at the ready. Okay. No, I'm with you. I think that this is a strong contender. It'll okay. probably win. I'm just looking at the website now. I'm going to pull some random bullshit. Definitely in my top five, a nice mechanical keyboard. Can't stress this enough. I got these new rainbow like sweet Sherbert keycaps on mine. And it's just, babe, I don't think you understand. This is my deck, you know? This is the fucking spaceship I use to fly through the information superhighway. Yeah. This is what I use to create. Mm -hmm. And I gotta have it be on lock. And since Mm -hmm. I've gotten it on lock, my words per minute have increased. My writing 
is be- is more. What about your click clack sound? My clicky clack sound has gone up considerably. That's not true. My last keyboard was a gaming keyboard from mm-hmm. Black Widow Razor bullshit. Oh hey. oh hey, speaking of games. Oh yeah. Can I tell you? That's another category. Yeah. How many have we done? Fifty-five games. Holy shit! Only six of which were mine. <laughs> And mine, as you recall, are like Foursquare and Little Computer People. I mean, those still absolutely count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, a a best game category, and it is Animal Crossing, and that's going to be tough to ever ever beat. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Um, it's just it's so good. There was just a new Nintendo Direct where they showed off a bunch of new footage of it. You're going to be on a deserted island. You're going to be collecting rocks and sticks and building things out of them. Mm-hmm. You can make paths anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a game changer, folks. We should do a game where you play Animal Crossing for a couple hours and then I go out in the world and try and replicate my own Animal Crossing experience Ooh, just out in nature. That would be good. And then we good. kind of compare our results at the end or of the day. Or we could do a game where you play Animal Crossing with me and make me the happiest man in the world. <laughs> I should have talked about when we were talking about food stuff. Uh, I do have best food. It is rice. Again, like Animal Crossing, tough to beat. Mm-hmm. We eat it like four or five times a week. It's good. It's there for you. You put some salmon on it and <laughs> you're cruising. Can I tell you what my top five food is? Yeah. Pecan pie. Oh, shit. I mean, we get into the Thanksgiving episodes. That's where we're going to find a lot of the food happening. Here's the thing with pecan pie. Tasty. Mm. Wholesome. Mm. We've talked about it twice. Mm. We did it in our like Thanksgiving feature. And Twice. We talked about it again. In the next Thanksgiving. It deserved its Still own. good. Hey, here's the thing, folks. We're going to hit our next Thanksgiving episode here coming up pretty soon. We're going to talk about fucking pecan pie again. Mm-hmm. Still pretty. When, when we have a pecan pie, we go, oh, actually, you know what? That's too many nuts. Then we're not going to do a pecan pie that year. But that's never going to happen. <laughs> so chill. Uh, before we continue, can I steal you away? Oh, yeah. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be... The same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell? Uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. 
but wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> is factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Here's a message for Calvin from Josh Rick, who says, thanks for being the bestest bud. I'm super grateful for our friendship. Can't wait to have more dumb convos and jokes that are probably only funny to us too. Keep it real. And let me know when you hear this. P.S. I'm sending this one from an Airbnb in Iceland. So top that, yo. But don't really, because friendship ain't a competition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure it isn't. Yeah. My friendship is a competition. Because it's... Soccer with my friend David Beckham. Your friend David Beckham? With my friend Mia Hamm. Okay. Name one more soccer player. With my friend Pele. All right. One last one. That's not that's not right. <laughs> I'm just saying those are the three that I know. Is there a fourth? No, I mean there's Gareth Jeffries from Manchester. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm a lying. <laughs> Can I read the next person? I'm telling lies, Papa. <laughs> I'm doing trickery to you. <laughs> Can I read the next person? Yeah, message, her, yeah, yeah. This next message is for Sid. It is from Leah. Sid, whenever this airs, I hope it finds you well. Our friendship is my daily small wonder, and I can't imagine life without you. I'm so proud of you for going back to school and chasing your passion as an artist. You inspire me. You're powerful. And with Rachel and the baby brother's blessing, you can do anything. Love always. Your close friend, Leah. <laughs> nice try. You're trying to give me to give you permission to murder. And that's not going to happen <laughs> again. Not after last time. It's weird for me to think of you as the baby brother because that doesn't play I'm such a role a big, in our strong relationship lover, at yeah. all. Yeah, and, you, and powerful, you're powerful, like a bear, authoritarian, and very strict. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week. On Stop, Stop Podcasting, Podcasting Yourself, Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. <laughs> Stop Podcasting Yourself <laughs> on MaximumFun.org. I want to talk about the best movie that I have brought. Ooh. Which okay. I just realized I brought Groundhog Day. So. Best movie from the last 20 years. 
the best movie that I've brought from the last 20 years and definitely top five contender for me is that Spider-Man animated, the oh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I you were going to say Fast and the Furious, but I don't remember if we've ever talked about that. Uh, I mean, we talked about drifting. So I okay. did in an ancillary way talk about Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, which is the worst one of those movies. So I'm not, well, like third worst. Anyway, this Spider-Man movie, holy shit. Saw it in theaters, blew my fucking mind, took you to see it in theaters, which is like, I never do that, is go to see a second movie again. Went and saw the movie a second time with you in theaters, blew my mind again, bought it when it came out on rental or whatever, watched that shit like once a week with him. It's like the movie that I have fallen the deepest in love with mm-hmm. since we've been doing the show. It's so good. It's so very, very good. It's so good. It's It like takes my breath away every time. It looks so good. And I didn't realize there's like an alternate universe mode in the version that we bought that has like extra extra stuff there's like more spider ham stuff with the what's his face shit who did spider ham shit john mulaney john mulaney funny mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. jokes he's got funny jokes for days man mm-hmm. always talking about that do you want another one of my top five yeah the st louis blues i mean that's it man so I first mentioned the St. Louis Blues actually in our prequel episode while we were still under Rose Buddies. Oh. It's episode 77 of Rose Buddies that came out in July 2017. Huh. We did kind of a kind of a little tester. A little backdoor pilot as they call them yeah, in that movie Yeah, just, just listed some of the things we liked. Yeah. One of uh, mine was the St. Louis Blues. And then we started going on Wonderful, and I thought, let's just bring them in again. Happened to be the year that they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. <laughs> thought like, hey, there's this little song called Gloria they've been playing in the locker room. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I and, love that I was winning the whole thing. <laughs> you got me in on the ground floor of the Gloria yeah. thing, which I it's such a powerful sports idea mm-hmm. that this totally like it's a great song and an also a wholly inappropriate song to be the like yeah, theme song for a professional sports team and it went from being a joke to like like an entire city of people and also the whole like st louis blues like yeah community around the world like crying when they hear yeah gloria it's so it, yeah man that is a huge that's that's probably most improved for me going from not giving a shit about any sports really at all <laughs> to like over the course of a season, like actually getting deeply invested in it the It was St. so Louis sweet. Blues. And when they won, I had so many people like on Twitter and Facebook, like reaching out to me just because they knew I liked it because they talked about it on the show. I do also want to mention that your dad sent us a like a uh, ring, like a St. Louis Blues. Yeah. What is it like championship ring or something? Yeah, like which that? I is not a real thing. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, also... this is clearly a replica, but I don't think right. hockey players get rings. They when they, might, win the they cup. probably do. Somebody's probably Neil Lane's probably made, whipping them up some Neil rings <laughs> or something. Uh, Jostens or something like that. Okay. I, I he also sent me a Green Bay Packers ring that I could fit my fucking wrist through. Uh-huh. And every time I see it, it just reminds me how big these guys are. Just big old big boys. We convinced Henry that it was a Green Lantern ring. Yeah. And then I'm also worried he's going to drop it on his foot and break (laughs) his precious little bird bones. Uh, So I mentioned how we talked about hot dogs three times. (laughs) Another topic we talked about three times, I think through Small Wonders, is Terrace House. Mm. It's hard not to list Terrace House as our top wonderful thing. Anything. Top like, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, man, pound for pound, that's probably, that's definitely top five for I me. I think two of the three times, it was just a small wonder of us saying, hey, new season's up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it was during Rose Buddies that we did like a really deep dive on the yeah. first season that was on Netflix. Uh, the season we've been watching through like illegally. It's on Netflix now. <laughs> it's on Netflix now. Well, the first 12 episodes, I think there's, there is more, basically every 12 episodes, when they hit that 12 epi- episode in Japan, they like release them in one big chunk on Netflix. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a good season with that is giving me also lots of anxiety because the drama drama hits pretty early. It hits does. a little early on this one for my taste. It does. It's That show used to be just kind of a relaxation show. And, and there's definitely still that element, but it is not as reliable as it used to be. Not as, yeah, not during, during the first two seasons, like it was pretty chill. And then we got Aloha State, and then that's just, it got nasty. I don't know, folks. It got a little bit, and I, they had a taste of that, that venom. Ooh, hiss. Got bit <laughs> by MasterChef. Got that venom in it. <laughs> got to suck the pizzin out. Um, I also wanted to mention, just as a little stat, a little fun fact. Okay. We've only done one live show. Oh, yeah. As in Austin, November 2018. Mm-hmm. This is something we have talked about doing again. Yeah. We have no immediate plans to do this. No. It will happen, though, I believe. Yes. Next time we do Austin shows and we can get a babysitter. Folks, you can believe it. We're going to be doing shows for <laughs> you. No, I mean, we can do them. Maybe we, can, maybe we should do one on the cruise. We can probably do one on the cruise. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, very, you know, not as many people would get to see it, but we'd get, you know, we'd, we'd hitch up with the recording Well, and after. I think Henry's getting old enough now that we could potentially keep him up a little later backstage and, and you know, do a little show. But this kid fucking wrecks Crafty. He, <laughs> he wrecks Crafty. And we get complaints. Do we? We get complaints. Mm-hmm. What do those complaints sound like? Your son made a hummus mess. <laughs> Your son made a big hummus mess. That's not true. We took hummus off the crafty because we nobody was eating. Kept it. throwing away, <laughs> <laughs> not throwing away, leaving them for. It's like the veggie tray. The next, yeah. Last time I got it out specifically so that somebody would eat a carrot. Yeah. Uh, other food related things. I had most improved here uh, before we talked about Lizzo, but I really feel like it's more suitable here is for bar shaped foods. Bar shaped foods. The innovations. The innovations, folks, are. Off the charts. What innovations are you talking about? Different bar-shaped foods. Good okay. bar-shaped foods. I mean, this is before we got fig bars going in the mix, and that's like my whole thing right now. Uh, I'm talking about fruit and nut bars. I'm talking about those. Uh, I will say that those little Rice crispy rollers that we get from the Costco that are only 100 calories for mm. a nice, sweet, filling snack, definitely a bar-shaped food. You wouldn't food. say that's a cylinder? Uh, I mean, a cylinder can be a bar. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. Math- mathematicians weigh in on that, please. Okay. <laughs> Don't know why we need to get mathematicians involved. Bar-shaped foods. They're so good. Those little cliff bars that we give to our son that make him so constipated, but he loves the energy he gets from them. <laughs> I don't think they do. There's fiber in those. Bar-shaped foods. Foods, musubi. I'm gonna say kind of a bar shaped food. Ooh, you are getting a little too liberal here. Okay, buddy. then spam the spam is a hot dog a bar shaped food? No, that's a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> but the spam inside the musubi, I think we can all agree, is pretty bar shaped. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. In the eyes of the Lord mm-hmm. and the law and math. Oh, I've got a new superlative for you. Oh, what's that? Biggest surprise. <gasps> I've only talked about one episode of Quantum Leap. <laughs> that is pretty wild. When I is first, it the finale or the no. pie? Oh, it's the one where he goes back into his family. Yeah. Oh, that's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Gives me chills. Um, 
I was very specific when I brought up that episode. I didn't want to say Quantum Leap. Definitely didn't want to say Scott Bakula. I wanted to work my way up. And so I said, uh-huh. I'm just going to talk about this one specific episode of Quantum Leap so I can return to Quantum Leap as often as I want. It's the only one I did. Dang it, man. That shows you how many wonderful things there are in this world that, that- I've only had to talk about Quantum Leap once. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be your Quantum Leap project where you leapt into the timeline of being able to talk about Quantum Leap whenever you wanted to, <laughs> hoping one day, one day, one day that the wonderful segment you do will be the wonderful segment that leads you home. What wrong am I putting right by doing that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I like to think that as podcasters, the difference we bring to the world is mm-hmm. immeasurable. Mm-hmm. Some people call us podcasters. When people ask me what I do, sometimes I say, oh, I'm a podcast producer. But sometimes I catch myself and I say, I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That seems totally fair. I have a last superlative here and it's best TV. Uh, and I did put the OC just step off oh. blown away. Good. Great British Bake Off. We just did great. Terrace House, like very important to me. Very special. OC. How many times through have you watched OC? Did you ever figure that out? I have watched it four times all the way through. <laughs> Someday I will make it five. California <laughs> coming back. You're on Hulu. Strap on in. We're going to watch it after this. <laughs> We're gonna. It's time that the cycle must begin anew. It demands a sacrifice. You know what? This is another big surprise. I don't think we've ever done a full segment on Ninja Warrior. That's so wild, babe. We were just watching it before we... Ninja War... Okay. Ninja... I think we made that a small wonder, but I don't know that we ever really fleshed it out. Here's... I want to... I want to... Let's go behind the scenes. This can be a fun episode 100 segment where we take people behind the scenes of literally every Tuesday from 5 p.m. Central Time to 10 p.m. Central Time. A five-hour period of our lives once a week, every Tuesday, while this show is is on the air. Get home at 5. Get Henry home from daycare. You get home... You get his dinner ready when I get him home. It's sitting there ready. He eats it. We watch some kids stuff. Get him, you know, going on the potty. Do all the good stuff. Get, read him some stories. He goes to bed. Then <laughs> we usually eat food from the same Chinese place. Uh-huh. So much so that the person who answers the phone there knows my <laughs> name and which of the two orders we continue to oscillate between. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised she hasn't memorized my debit card number at this point. I know. I think it's sweet that she still asks you for it. (laughs) And then we get that food. By the time Henry goes to bed, we watch the episode of American Ninja Warrior (laughs) that aired the night before for like 30 minutes while we eat our dinner. We come upstairs, record our delightful show. Once we're finished, go back downstairs, finish that episode. Sometimes you go to bed and I edit. Sometimes I save the Do you want to just real quick go back and forth naming Ninja Warrior contestants to see how long we can go? (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to, my, I'm so bad at shit like this, but I can give it a shot. All right. Jesse, Jesse Graff. Okay. Drew Dretzel. Dreschel. Dreschel. You're out already. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Bull. Uh, The Weatherman. Joe Uh, Morofsky. I I think we can accept like (laughs) ninja titles also. (laughs) Okay. Uh, although we have to be careful because then you can just say any bullshit and it's probably <laughs> some ninja. Uh, I'm going to say Captain NBC. I can't remember his name, but that's the wildest shit. Uh, the kid. Uh, the kid Owatiki, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got uh, uh, Najee Richardson, the mm-hmm. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. 
Um, I mean, there's Barkley Strong. I don't remember Barclay what her first Stockett. Barkley Stockett. And then we got Casey Catanzaro, uh, mm-hmm. retired, gone on to the WWE, but I think it still works. Mm-hmm. Michelle Warnke. M- Michelle Warnke is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can move on to, uh, uh, oh my God, Flip Rodriguez. <laughs> good, 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 good. You're almost out. I know, I know. Uh, I am trying to think of the woman who... I know, the teacher? No, that's Alyssa Beard. Oh, dang it. I'm trying to think of the woman who always times out at the very end that we like so much. Oh, man. Who's engaged Heartbreaker. to another ninja. Yeah. Can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. There's the island ninja, Grant McCartney. Oh, yeah, the island ninja. I think you're out at this point. I think I am, too. There's the cowboy ninja. Mm-hmm. His name is something mm-hmm. like Buck Strongly. <laughs> <laughs> really good <laughs> this show folks i don't know why it occupies such a special place in our lives but damn it does <laughs> it started as this thing that we just kind of did when there was nothing else to do and now it's like it's appointment television for I think us the, i think it's the finale downstairs that oh we're that reminds me survivor oh we also yeah talked about survivor very good show very good very show dedicated to I it i feel like it should be back on by this point it's got to be soon right yeah who knows anyway uh i would like to end the show do you have anything else well, do we want to pick a wonderful thing? I mean, I I mean, I, I feel like we should maybe go with the listeners and talk about the woman that started it all. Carly. Carly. A lot of special memories. Mm-hmm. A lot of special times. Mm-hmm. We went to see her in concert. Touched her uncomfortably, awkwardly. Wasn't I think it was just sort of like touching the sun. You're not supposed to do that. It was. She's had one or two new albums, two maybe to come out. Well, since I think we've the, been recording. maybe the B side. I think Emotion was out, but B sides I think mm. uh, came out maybe after we were recording. That one had store on it. Had some great jams. New album took me a while to really figure out what it was about, and now it's really <laughs> uh, it's really won me over. Yeah, yeah. So first hundred episodes. Best Probably thing ever, saying. still episode one, the six notes going into the chorus of Cut to the Feeling. Mm-hmm. And here they are. I wanted to also do like, what we miss? Do you have anything that you feel guilty that we haven't talked about? Oh, man. I have a big one, and this may be, I don't know. The latest season of Are You the One was fucking great. <sighs> Yeah. The latest season of Are You the One, which is a show that we talked about a couple times on Rose Buddies, uh, Rose Buddies where there were 10, ten uh, men, 10 women living in a house. Each one had a match decided by a matchmaker. And the whole point of the game is they had 10 weeks to figure out who their perfect match was. Uh, and if they did, they won a million dollars. And there's a lot of math that goes into it. There's ways to find out exactly, you know, if your perfect match is correct or not. But it's like this big guessing game. It's like a big game of mastermind, but also dating. But it got really toxic and gross. And so we definitely fell off until this latest season. Uh, I remember like seeing a news article about it before the season came out that it was going to be uh, 16 cast members uh, and they are all like like sexually fluid. And so, like, anybody could be anybody else's match. Yeah, they were all very open to dating anyone. Anybody. Mm-hmm. And... It was so like, I don't know, it was I feel like I was worried, right, that it would be a tightrope walk. And there were certainly still moments of toxicity in this cast, but it was definitely like the most like the best people who have ever been on this show. Yeah. Like in general like it had walked back so much of the bullshit that it made like turned us off from not only that show, but you know, like reality shows uh of that caliber in general. And it was just like a really like 
uh, you shipped so many fucking people on the show, yeah. which never has like it has not happened to well, me in a long it time. Was, it was really exciting because there's a moment in the show where everybody feels like this is a tremendous opportunity, not just for us, but for us as representatives of this community that isn't on television a lot. Yeah, certainly. And so not in they this really, you could tell they really started thinking like, we've got to win this. Like, like yes. this, this, this is important. This is an important moment. We've got to win. <laughs> Yeah, there. Yeah, there was a guy named Danny who like became sort of the 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 mathematician of the. They figured out some shit. There was an episode where they just. I'm obsessed with the math of this show, yeah. right? There's a a website called Ato Math where like somebody breaks down like statistically who is most likely to be this, and it also if you go there you can find out who has been inferred a non match based on like mathematics and stuff. Yeah. And there's a guy in the house who was like figuring that shit out too, uh, along with like who else? Carrie. There were like a couple yeah. of people in the house who were like, we're gonna. There was one episode where they just figured out who three of the matches were yeah. just using their fucking brains which has never happened before we, we have heard and i don't know if it's true but that people on that show are not allowed to use like paper and pencil like they don't have any writing implements right and so what they consistently do every season is they say okay stand next to the person you were with in week one okay now go stand next to the person okay how many matches did we have in that week and then they really like they have to visually work it out yeah I never thought I'd be talking about this show again uh, and again it was not like a season uh, you know free of problematic moments but it was yeah. so it was like it was a good season of a reality dating show which like I don't I legitimately don't think I can say I have enjoyed since we stopped yeah. doing Rose Buddies yeah that's true um, yeah that's a big one for me mm-hmm. you got any other big ones that you feel like you didn't you didn't hit what keeps you up at night, babe? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to burn it. I want to I want to make it into a segment. Some of the stuff though, I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're so late. Like I good place like I feel like is my favorite mm-hmm. show on TV right now and we have not talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh White Claw, we were so late on. <laughs> we don't were any, late on White Claw. You know anything like that that's mm-hmm. office chair, a nice office chair. I guess that's too much like a nice mechanical no, keyboard. No, remember we went through the whole thing. Get Rachel a chair on our last pledge. Oh, drive. that's right. Okay. And now I have a wonderful chair, and I'm very grateful for it. That's a special thing that we share. Thanks. But which I mean, you use it. I don't. I I want you to know, I have never, nor will I ever sit in that chair. <laughs> You're welcome to sit in the chair. No, babe, that's yours. Mm-hmm. I would never. Mm-hmm. We- you know what we haven't talked about enough on this show? What I could talk about pizza a lot more than we have. I know Ooh. that we have talked about pizza. But I feel like it's not enough. Did you not bring pizza? We did. We I think we've talked about it once, but I feel like there's a lot more opportunity there. <laughs> I remember you felt so um, bad about how basic it made you sound. Yeah. I mean, it's still like one of my favorite foods. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you don't I'm have to. I'm owning pop. it now. That's all I'm saying. I'm owning it now. <laughs> Pizza's cool again. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks to Bowen and Augustus. For real, though, it's a great theme song. Shopping around for podcast theme songs stressed me out so much. This one was just like, it was on a Spotify playlist that I had already yeah. like put together. And I was like, this song kicks ass. Emailed them. Got back to me like hours later and we worked out we worked out Perfect. a deal and they were so cool about it and mm-hmm. yeah thank you and, it's a big, and f- it thanks a lot. to louis zong for the illustration thank you louis zong for the illustration what a treat so to good. like get somebody that talented to do art for our podcast i know he's so <laughs> great uh yeah and yeah just uh th- thanks to maximum fun too for having us on the network it's uh they, they've been supportive of us uh, from day one, including uh, day whatever, like 512, when we said, hey, we don't want to do the show that we signed up to do, and <laughs> we want to do something that is yeah. less soul-crushing. And they were like, yeah, sure, go for it. 
and that was cool. And thank you to all of you. You all have, uh, this show is so fun to make. It's so good to make. And it feels real punk rock to me sometimes to do a show that is this relentlessly positive in a climate that is so relentlessly negative. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I, I feel like, I feel like this is important, and I know that it's it's kind of silly, and I'm not saying that we're heroes, but I feel like I feel good that we do this in this time. Uh, yeah, I feel like we are definitely on the rain slick edge of saying that we are heroes. And I'm going to take a few <laughs> steps back from that. Uh, and, you know, remind you of the time that you talked about baby beluga for a while. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe that you're getting a little big for your britches. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and try and remember what I meant by gentle ball hitting games. Mm-hmm, that's fair. What could I have possibly meant by gentle ball hitting games? I think, I think it was ping pong. See, usually the the website will link whatever we're talking about. I don't even think I don't even think our web host knew. What if I Google gentle ball hitting games? I'm scared about what's going to happen ball when you get your results. Games. This is uh, classic ball hitting games from uh, momjunction.com. Where that's not going to be anything anyway. Thank you. Thank here's you. here's to a hundred more. Hundred more. Hey. Hey. I have an idea. Okay. Going forward. Okay. Maybe we lose that home improvement stinger. <laughs> I mean, it would certainly cut down on editing time for me, but we'd have to replace it with something else. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe a clip of the Quantum Leap theme song? Would that be a way uh... to get... Is there a good little cross-section, though? What about the... It'd be a long, it'd be a long stinger, I think. whole length of our show now. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name mm-hmm. or a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice